You're listening to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires, where we talk retirement, building wealth, and outrageous generosity. Sam is in Phoenix. Hi, Sam. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, how you doing? Thank you for taking my call. Sure. What's up? Um, let's see. I'm blessed. I've got about uh, $1.7 in my retirement IRA account. Good for you. Uh, wow. Thank you. Uh, got about 150 k in cash available. Mm-hmm. Uh, annual salary, about 180 And uh, also from uh, military retirement and from another company retirement, about uh, $80,000 a year as well. Wow. I, only debt we have is uh, mortgage, 270 k mm-hmm. and the house worth about 900 k mm-hmm. Financial advisor, very reputable, Edelman Financials. Mm-hmm. Been with them for quite a few years, and uh, they also uh, follow the Ramsey methodology, if you will. But recently, they've had a couple of articles about not paying the mortgage because of uh, the return on investments and uh, the low interest rate. Our interest rate is about two and an eighth, mm-hmm. and last year, um, our accounts uh, made close to 30%. Mm-hmm. Question is, should we pay off the mortgage? We can pay it off in about two to three years or um, mm-hmm. invest more in, uh, in our retirement account. Okay. Well, let's be real clear. That article had nothing to do with the Ramsey method. Correct. There's Absolutely. never been a Ramsey method that suggested that. Right. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure that our audience didn't yeah. misunderstand that. Okay. You've yeah. done, listen, Sam, you've done really well. The answer to this question is not going to mess up your life, and it's not going to make your life awesome where it's not awesome now, okay? It's more of a technical question and a viewpoint question, all right? Now, I I can give you a a two-hour dissertation on this, but I'm not going to. That's not fair. Um, The bottom line is when you look at your home as a borrowing on your home, as a way to make money on investments, that is not including mathematically risk. Now, you're not taking a ton of risk because you're not going to lose your home in your financial situation. If you get in trouble on that mortgage, you just take some money from somewhere. It might hurt a little bit, but you take it and just pay it off. You're not going to lose the house. So you don't have a ton of risk, but debt always theoretically spiritually represents risk always and if you don't believe me just think about what if you owed nine hundred thousand on this house instead of two hundred thousand then you would say well that's more risk than i have today well debt represents risk you see what i'm saying yes yes so uh when you say i'm going to compare my investment returns to my mortgage cost you're leaving out mathematical adjustment for risk so from a sophisticated standpoint, the, the formula that the blogger you were talking about is using is naive because it, it, it does not include risk. And it is not realistic to think you're going to make 30% on your investments long term. That is not a long term number. You may have done that for a short period of time, but you and I both know over a 10, 20 year period of time, that's not what the market returns. It's not going to do that with any financial advisor. Um, anybody that tells you that's full of crap. So, right. um, but so, so the normal stock market returns are, you know, around 10 to 12%, something like that over a period of time versus mortgage rates. So when you adjust that for risk, you're, you, you might be making a little bit of money. Now, here's how you can kind of prove that theory. Let's pretend for a second that your home was paid for, that you had no debt on it. Okay. Right. Breathe that into your spirit. Just a second. Yep. Then someone comes to you and says, 
hey, Sam, let's take your paid-for $900,000 home and let's borrow 500000 on it and put it in the markets because you can make more on it there than your mortgage rate. When I say that, does your stomach not jump into your throat just a little bit? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And see, that tells you that, you know, your heart is where you measure risk. Your head is where you do math. And that jump of your stomach is a human reaction to risk. And, and so when you reverse engineer your question, meaning let's pretend your house was paid for, would you go borrow on it? To, it's the same math. So sure you would. Matter of fact, you, if you're going to use only I can make 30% and I pay 4%, then you would borrow $2 million on your $1 million house if that's the only math you're using. But when you say that out loud, the risk starts ringing in your ears and you know that's not right anymore. But with it only being 200000 out of 900000 out of a $3 million net worth, it sounds like, uh, it's not much risk. So it doesn't really ring in your ears. And you can, you can real quickly reduce it to only a, a naive math formula. So all of that to say, I would challenge you to pay off your house tomorrow as fast as you possibly can now if i'm wrong and you hate it you can always go get you a new mortgage all right all right and i'll tell you here's what's going to happen what do you do for a living uh i spent 33 years as an engineer now i'm consulting as an engineer after i retired from that company and you were in the military and uh 28 years uh, military yes thank you for your service number one when we did a study of 10,000 millionaires, number one profession of millionaires in America, engineer. Okay? Uh -huh. And so you, you, you fit the mold exactly of everyday millionaires of, of the study that we did. We found lots of people look just like you. And so um, here's the thing. The, the, the process that you have used is what made you wealthy, not the rate of return. Your steadiness, your consistency, and you as an engineer looked at the spreadsheets and said, I'm going to keep doing this. You recognizing compound interest when you saw it, this is what made you wealthy. It was not the rates of return. It was not that I, I made an extra half a percent over here playing this game, or I made a quarter of a percent spread over here, or I made a 2% spread over there. That wasn't what made you wealthy. What made you wealthy was steadiness, consistency, process systems that you had in place because that's the way your brain works and that's what that's why these engineers that's why teachers are number three because they are used to doing a lesson plan yeah and following the lesson plan they get the process so sam i'd pay it off that's what i would do well i love how you walked through that dave because i've never heard you walk through the emotional piece of it of like well let's reverse engineer this and how do you feel the idea of going out and taking out a loan on your paid for house that makes your heart jump in your throat but i think the the feelings the spirit of it is important for people to pay attention to because this idea of the burden of debt the burden of owing someone else the burden of those payments there's something going in your spirit where it just feels wrong and when you're free of that you don't want to ever go back. So if, we can justify it while we're in it because we're used to it. But if you could get out of it. If you're a person of faith and you hear Proverbs 22, rituals over the poor, the borrower is slave to the lender. Mm -hmm. If that doesn't kind of grab you around the throat just a little bit and go, all right, I know technically I'm not at submitting myself to slavery, but mathematically I am. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, there's a risk involved. That's mm-hmm. a t- you know I'm making different decisions because I because do have of a mortgage. That. Because of that. Payment. And here's the interesting thing. Even someone that is as system systems driven as Sam is. I mean, Sam's a numbers guy like right. me. He's going to have a, a, a reaction when he gets his house paid off mm-hmm. that he doesn't see coming. Right. He's going to feel like I just got set free. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a little little moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, for those of us that are a little more emotional and a little less systems, it might be a big moment. Right. Might be like fireworks and stuff go off. Yeah. But it's like, I'm free. You yeah. know, that whole debt free yes. scream thing. Right. And, and but there's going to be like, I didn't even realize I had this little tight place right below my right shoulder blade. Right. And all of a sudden it's gone. Yeah. It's not. It does manifest itself physically in your body. Deloney yes. talks about that. But there's a sense of release. Yes. When you have no payments. Yeah. Of any kind, anywhere. That's exactly what you were talking about. Yeah, because you get so used to the payments and so used to the normal, you don't question it until you're set free. And you're like, oh, I didn't even realize I felt like that. Didn't even realize I was yeah. a slave. That's right. Because I had a fairly, you know, tolerant master. Right, right. A fairly easy master. Yep. But then when I was free, I went, oh, I did have a master. Yeah. And now I don't. That's right. Thanks for tuning in to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires. To check out all our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. 